The Toby Gribbon Show. Highlights. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. 780 Masochist is a musician hailing from Pakistan who's set to release his masterpiece upcoming single, Griefscape. And he's with us here just now. How are you today? Hey, I'm, I'm doing incredible. That was a, an incredible introduction, man. <laughs> Thank you. Now, what's the inspiration behind this single, Griefscape? Yeah, just the biggest thing is just that I believe, especially today and even post-pandemic, mm. we just have a tendency to go through these incredibly turbulent emotions. And I think for a lot of people during the pandemic, at least, or even just in any part of their life, uh, this is for people who kind of feel almost tortured by their thoughts and how yeah. their thoughts can essentially be a roller coaster. So it was really just combining all of these insane thoughts that we kind of go through during grief for example, and then just combining it into a track. And for me, it was very therapeutic. And I'm really just hoping that people can resonate with it. Absolutely. And how do you think it fits into the broader themes of your music? Mm, Just that I think uh, music is such a powerful medium to be able to express emotions. Uh, I've said it all the time. I think that music is probably the one space where you can be absolutely unapologetic with how you feel. You can't do that corporately. You, you can't even always do that with even friendships or with relationships, but with music, yeah. that's the beautiful thing is that you can say whatever is truly on your mind. And as long as it's melodic and as long as uh, it's authentic, it really just hits people. And I think that's what kind of resonates with the theme of my music is uh, I'm, I'm really big on that. It's in my name, Masochist. Yeah. You know, it's someone who thrives on pain. And that's really the biggest thing. Absolutely. Now, I want to go back to the start. You had quite a diverse upbringing, didn't you? You know, interacting with schoolers, drug dealers and uh, pro athletes. So how has that variety of experiences influenced your music and your perspective on life? You think the biggest is that when you have that that sort of diversity, people, I, I, I guess people have a tendency to think that uh, it, you may assume that people are all different. It really just really just actually narrowed it down that despite mm-hmm. different backgrounds, everyone really just wants the same thing. Everyone wants to be loved. Everyone wants to be uh, wants to be endeared to. Everyone wants to live happy lives, bring food on their table, have someone they can uh, console to. So I think that's just really the biggest thing is that no matter where someone came from, we all kind of just desire the same sort of happiness. And that really made a massive impact on, on me is that, yeah, like as, as different as we all are, we're all the same. 
Absolutely. Uh, and how do you think your cultural heritage has influenced your music? Mm, definitely. Yeah, it's interesting. Uh, in regards to a cultural, really just maybe just the discipline part, uh, really just being able to form an identity with two different cultures. Uh, I think the biggest thing I would say, that's a good question. Mm. Just if in regards to even grief, I, I remember really early on, I think some of the experiences that I kind of live vicariously through my parents, and I guess even through relatives who aren't here is that life doesn't really owe you anything, you yeah. know, like there's going to be things that happen in, in different parts of the world where you don't really understand why they happen, but it, it really did introduce me to manhood really quickly. When you hear on the news, you know, that there's people that have passed over due to circumstances that as like maybe a 12 year old, 13 year old, you can't really comprehend, right? Mm -hmm. uh, it, it really, it really impacted my desire to want to make the use of every single day. And I think that's, uh, that's really powerful is that uh, there's a sense of urgency. I don't take a single day for granted because I know that I have friends relatives who live in those parts of the world and they didn't get that same opportunity to live a longer life or to even be here so it makes me take life a lot more intensely absolutely and you've been influenced by artists like uh, ap dylan nelly furtado and xxx tentacion so how have these influences shaped your sound and what do you hope um to kind of bring to the table that's unique to you Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Well, the, I think the biggest thing with those three artists is that they're all disruptors. They're all groundbreaking. They kind of beat to their own drum and they provided something that was different without any fear of being of being judged. And I think that's kind of the the biggest thing for me is that I'm not really the typical uh, the typical norm of a of a hip hop artist. I don't really fit their mold of what you would think that is. Like I was again, I was like I was an engineer. Yeah, like I knew people who were into some things that I, I wish I, I shouldn't have been a part of yeah. uh, and, and really just being able to 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 break what is traditionally known. That's kind of what I, I, I intend to kind of bring as well as I can I can spit in different languages. I, I can do the melodic stuff. I can do the bar for bar type stuff. Uh, I think that's the biggest thing. And, and as well as I want to bring uh, some sort of merit back to hip hop because I feel like a lot of days in this fast food era of content, we just want to give out content that is easy to absorb, mm. uh, that doesn't really hit the heart and soul of what I, I, at least I grew up with hip hop to be. And that's kind of what I want to introduce, as well as being able to not just be virtuous, you know what I mean? Like, I feel it's so easy to be virtuous, put up a, a nice music video that kind of embodies what we should do. But I really want to be able to take action also in regards to helping out the community. Absolutely. And You've collaborated um, with some industry heavyweights as well, like Rick Ross, Eam Triplin and Hudrix, which must have been exciting. So how do you think those collaborations have contributed to the evolution of your music? Just that anything is really possible. I think the biggest thing that I realised is that these mythical figures that we kind of look up to that almost seem bigger than life. I, it's, it's kind of the same thing with um, what I was talking to, like initially when I first started talking to you is mm -hmm. we're all human beings. Yes, it was very difficult to get a hold of people like this. Yeah. Sometimes for, for every moment that uh, you, you kind of make a breakthrough, I swear I probably had 300 people tell me no, nah, nah. And that's just something I kind of just brushed off my shoulder. So uh, the biggest thing is uh, perseverance, I think. And um, just that the possibilities are, li are literally endless. I haven't really told anyone about like uh, some of these collaborations outside of people who are in music, because I know that 
they wouldn't really find it find it hard to conceptualize that but it's it's very mm-hmm. accessible and it's very easy to do you just have to be willing to go through the rejection and a lot of the humiliating parts of music to get there absolutely and outside um well your music itself kind of often delves into like thought-provoking commentary and touching on you know big issues so how do you balance creating you know aesthetically pleasing and appealing music while addressing you know social and political issues Mm, how do you i think i think those things go i think those things uh go head to head um if if you're speaking in regards to how how do i make sure it's it's in a way that is uh i guess easy digestible or in a way that doesn't really offend people i think that's the thing i think uh, in order to kind of bring some sort of point across you have to kind of risk offending people and i think that's something that i i never want to i never want to be fearful of bringing out something that's thought promote uh thought provoking to music out of fear of kind of coddling the people would think because I'm just not being true to myself and I'm I'm doing people a disservice if I'm not being if I'm not being real with what I feel. And I think that's essentially what I think I even have to offer is that uh just being fearless in regards to what the message is. If I backstab that, then I'm no different. I'm I'm homogenous in a group of like thousands and hundreds of thousands of artists. Absolutely. Well, what are you working on at the moment? Do you have any more uh, plans for projects on the way? Yeah, yeah, I have at least like eighteen tracks that are that are good to go. I'm I'm always on the verge of releasing it, but then I'm I'm, I'm very blessed where I have a, a good network of people where they'll straight up tell me, they'll tell me, "Hey, man, I don't think this is hot." You know, mm. maybe let's 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 look at it. So. Uh, I have so many that are on the plate. I think the biggest thing is I don't I don't just want the audio to be pleasing. Uh, as you said, I want the visuals to be appealing. I want I want it to really cultivate a really strong message. So, you know, in the creative space, it always takes such a long time. But uh, yeah. there's plenty on the way. Plenty on the way. Excellent. Well, in the meantime, where are we able to keep up to date with you and find this latest single, Griefscape? Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So. My social media Instagram is at 780-M-A-S-O-C-H-I-S-T. And I'm on all social medias, Instagram, Twitter, uh, Snapchat, TikTok, and then as well as Spotify, SoundCloud, Amazon Music, iTunes, um, all on their 780-Masochist. Excellent. Well, many thanks for joining us today. It's been great to have you here. No, absolute pleasure. The pleasure is all mine. Thank you so much. The throbbing pulse of sound, the Toby Gribben Show.